Caulfield, Gerard Bonner, and Diana Michelle. What's going on, everybody? It's that time of the week. It's Friday. You know what that means. It's time for your favorite podcast, SHW. This is our wrestling, the official podcast of Southern Honor Wrestling. I'm B-Double Brandon Bittefield, alongside the great Gerard Bonner. The lovely Diana Michelle is on assignment today, but she will be with us next week mm-hmm. as we come to you live from the Action Building for the fifth annual Rumble Jack. That's right, August 4th, the fifth annual Rumble Jack. It's here, buddy. Are you excited? Yeah. I am excited. Rumble Jack is always a special time of year for us here at SHW. And, you know, every year there's always something special that happens for it. And so I'm I'm very excited. It's, it feels like it's shown up fast this year for whatever reason, but it's yeah. here and uh, we're going to definitely preview it, man. But how's your week been? Oh, it's been good. It's been one of those where it's like, you know, we say this every time when it's we're getting closer to show week because it's yeah. like when you were a little kid and it was almost Christmas and mm-hmm. you just you can't sleep and you're excited, yeah. but it makes it feel like it takes forever to get here. Sure. So, like sure. you just said, it felt like it got here quick, and it kind of yeah. did. Like the month got here quick. Yeah. Now, now that it's almost here, I'm just like, come on, come on, come on. Right. I'm just, right. I'm ready right. for this Rumble Jack, man. I can't <laughs> wait because Where's every sure? year it's like, so WWE obviously has the Royal Rumble and then yeah. WrestleMania. Well, we yeah. have the Rumble Jack, and then mm-hmm. a couple months later, our big anniversary, which is kind of like yeah. our mania. So for sure, it's, it's just it's it's almost like mania season. But what what can we call that for SHW? Still it's here season. Still we'll here season. That. There you go. Yeah. We'll go with that. I like yeah. that. So sure. it's still here season. We're on the road to still here, starting mm-hmm. out with the the Rumble Jack, yeah. and man, it's gonna be good. And as you mentioned, it is. we're gonna preview what's coming up. Uh, we have three matches that we know of three championship matches and now we can indeed say three championships within shw because not only do we have the southern honor title we have Mm -hmm. the tag titles and now as of last month the jake the snake legacy championship is now a part of shw and uh, of course as you'll recall chip day our first ever jts legacy champion and uh, Mm -hmm. well let's just start with that on a night where we're expecting a ton of surprises with mm-hmm. uh, people that we don't know who's going to show up for the Rumble Jack, Chip yeah. Day puts out an open challenge. And so we have no idea who his uh, opponent's going to be, mm-hmm. uh, unless for some reason it could be announced between now and mm-hmm. next Friday, which I haven't been made aware that it will be. So I don't know. Yeah. I, yeah. I assume we're going to find out at the show. Mm-hmm. Um, so could it be somebody that's already been announced for the Rumble Jack? Could it be somebody that's showing up as a surprise for the Rumble Jack? And while mm-hmm. they're there, they're like, hey, might as well take up uh, Chip Day on this open challenge for the JTS legacy title. Who knows? Right, right, right. The possibilities are endless. And, you know, in this whole realm, the wrestling world loves open challenges for some reason. Literally everybody somewhere has got an open challenge. For your first title defense to be an open challenge, I think speaks to the confidence level of our new JTS champion, uh, that being, of course, Chip Day. Given the time it's taken for him to finally get this title, He's got to feel like he's on top of the world. And I understand why he's like, bring him on, whomever. I think what gets interesting is not only do you have Rumble Jack season, but now the whole world is aware of this title that bears the name of our matchmaker and WWE Hall of Famer, Jake the Snake Roberts, who keeps showing up in AEW and all sorts of various and sundry places. So now you wonder who in the wrestling world wants to get their hands on this Jake the Snake Legacy Championship. So I think this is open to clearly people outside of SHW. Why not? Who might want to come in and shock the world. I think the Rumble Jack has always been a space where we've seen a lot of shocking moments. And so uh, I'm intrigued to see what happens here with this uh, first title match. I got no idea who it could be. There are so many people on this list. Could who? There's a reason, no, I, a strategic reason why I wore my New Day shirt yes. tonight. Ooh, well ooh, done. Because there's going to be a lot of guessing going on coming up there for next be. week. There <laughs> will be. But whoever it is, I'm sure, uh, A, Jake the Snake will be proud because I think he's proud of the man holding that title. And then Chip Day, obviously, I think is ready for all comers. So I'm looking forward to this. Whoever is brave enough to answer the challenge, get ready because I think Chip Day is wanting to prove he deserves to be champion. Yeah, I can't wait to see him defend the title for the very first time. Mm-hmm. And as you mentioned, he's worked so hard 
to get to this point to hold a title, uh, a singles title within mm-hmm. SHW. And uh, right. man, we're excited for him and excited to see who, who, Ooh. who he could be. <laughs> and uh, man, that's just one of three big title matches. The other big title matches that have been announced, a huge triple threat for the world or the SHW heavyweight title. It's going to be mm-hmm. Judas, the mm. champion, putting up the title against not only Gunnar Miller, but also mm-hmm. Corey Hollis, which mm-hmm. uh, I just, it's been such a crazy uh, web of craziness yes. over the last several months as it comes yes. to these three men. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we, we've seen the unlikely alliance as of late of Gunnar and Corey, and now they're going to be foes once again. Mm-hmm. But could they work together and kind of maybe take Judas out of the equation and then become a one-on-one match? And we know how uh, good of a match it was uh, when they had that. Um, that was a no-holds-barred retirement match. Yes. Uh, what, two two years ago? Yeah, still here two. Yeah. Or three. Three? Two, I, man. three. Was it the same? Three. It was three. So it was the same. Yeah, it was the same year that we had the strap match with Dan. Yeah, so that's right. Three. Mm-hmm. You were thinking the same thing I was. I was like, when was Dan yeah. in record? That was okay. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. But uh, so, yeah, so those guys one-on-one is always just mm-hmm. a barn burner. And so yeah. could they work together temporarily at least, take out Judas, and then it become a little bit more of a one-on-one matchup? I don't know. But then uh, Judas, he's going to want to hang on to that title for as long as he can. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's not going to. And he's got the backup now of the end game with Todd Sexton and Nick Halen and mm-hmm. what I would have liked to have seen. And who knows what could happen between now and next Friday yeah. would be the problem with the triple threat is it's no disqualification. Right. But it would have been nice to see the end game, maybe banned from ringside or something, mm-hmm. but in a no DQ setting, how can you really ban anybody from ringside? So right. Right. I don't see that happening. Um, I, I just don't know what to, uh, what to expect here other than it's yeah. going to be chaos. It is going to be chaos. And, you know, we've been having questions ever since the top of the year where uh, we saw the return of Corey Hollis. And ever since his return, we've all just been asking, like, you know, what is it good for? What is he here for? What is he trying to do? And I have absolutely said, nothing. <laughs> I was headed there. So thank you Sorry. for grabbing that. <laughs> um, you know, I, I'm very intrigued because I've said for months that in the case of Corey Hollis and Gunnar Miller, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Whether the enemy was dishonor or in this case, the enemy is, you know, the end game. There is a common enemy. And now with the SHW championship up for grabs, you know, Corey would love to be the first ever three-time champion. Gunnar would love to get his title back. Judas would love to put space between both of those uh, and be known clearly as the guy. So there's a lot of stories woven in here, and I genuinely think we're going to see the disillusion of whatever alliance there was between Gunner and Corey, because while they may have a common foe in the end game, they're not interested in watching the other one become SHW champion. Right. I don't believe Corey Hollis left his baby at home and left retirement to just come and play second fiddle to anybody, yeah. you know? so. This is going to be interesting. Uh, Does Gunnar Miller have the killer instinct to get that championship back again? Or is he just so emotionally charged by what has happened because of the end game that he loses sight of everything? So lots of questions to be answered here. And then, yeah, I just I just wonder. I just wonder who 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 will do what? It's going to be great. There it is. <laughs> and and then we haven't talked about, you know, the end game and and Todd Sexton and what he could have up his sleeve. I think he understands that his semblance of power or the only thing he can hold on to right now is being in control of the SHW championship. He'll do anything, I think, to maintain control of that. So all of that said, another unpredictable moment and unpredictable match uh, to be a big part of this and whoever the winner is, I'm sure we'll be watching the rumble Jack very closely. Yeah, very closely. And uh, yeah, it's like Judas is that uh, for Todd Sexton, he's like the golden goose, you know, he's going to, yes. Sexton's going to want to see to it that Judas hangs on to that title, but uh, absolutely, it's going to be insane. And you know, something I just thought about, you mentioned that the winner of that match will be interested in the main event, which will be our rumble Jack match. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering 
I don't know if there's anything in the bylaws that say the guys, the two guys that don't win that match, could they potentially end up in the Rumble Jack? Could they make their way in there to get another shot at the title? Well, Who knows? if you remember, I believe it was two years ago at the Rumble Jack where David Ali was the champion and he defended that night against uh, Jordan Kingsley. And then Kingsley, who ended up losing that match, found his way also into the Rumble Jack. So there's certainly precedence for it. And uh, I think whoever doesn't win, I think this will depend on where the Rumble Jack finds its way in the card. So if the Rumble Jack is the last match on the card, then clearly those I'm, two will end up in there. I'm pretty sure every year it has been the main event, and I'm pretty sure it will be this year. Don't quote me on that just in case, but and I'm then pretty of, sure. And then the other question is, will the shenanigans of last year happen this year? For those who forgot, at the end of last year's Rumble Jack, ironically, Gunnar Miller, who won that, was scheduled to get a title shot, we thought, either at the next month or at Still Here. He would find out that that night, after going through almost an hour in the Rumble Jack, he ends up having to get his title shot that night and would lose that opportunity. So no telling what yeah. the matchmaker has up his sleeve, you know. And we'll, when we get to the Rumble Jack, we'll talk about title situations potentially. But all of the unpredictable nature of this means you've got to be in the house to watch history as it unfolds for our fifth annual, right? That's crazy, Jeez. yeah. Golly, our fifth annual Rumble Jack happening fifth, next yeah. Friday. Fifth annual Rumble Jack and mm -hmm. coming up on our fifth uh, Still Here 5. So yes. It's just it's Jeez. crazy, our fifth anniversary. So, wow. uh, yeah, it's hard to believe it's been five years. Some yeah. days it feels like it's flown by, and then other days it feels like, man, 2018 was so long ago. Like, I right. think back to those first couple of shows. I'm like, man, that yeah. felt like forever ago. And, like, Absolutely. we're all in such a different space now than, than we were. Like, I was coming into that first show, like, totally out of the, you know, out of my element, not knowing what I was yeah. doing. And yeah. now, fast forward five years, and, wow, a lot's changed. So, anyways, it's neither here nor there. But, anyways, uh Back to the Rumble Jack card at hand. Yes, yes that's the big uh, title matchup. Uh, the third championship match that has been announced, and you happen to be wearing the shirt of the All-Star Special. I and, am. well, if you'll recall the last show, Joe Black, one half of our tag team champions, the hierarchy, made a point to uh, mention that the All-Star Special was the only team currently deserving of a title opportunity. Mm -hmm. And our matchmaker, Jake the Snake, apparently agreed and has given the All-Star Special a title shot mm -hmm. at the Rumble Jack. So it'll be mm -hmm. Huck and Hanson, the uh, freshly returned, newly returned mm -hmm. All-Star Special coming off a big win in their six-man match at the yeah. last show. And now yeah. they have a title shot against uh, Joe Black and Murder One, mm -hmm. the hierarchy. And uh, you mentioned this uh, in the weeks previous that there's just so much history. You want to just just touch on a little bit of that history between especially Joe Black and yes. Huck, but really all four of these guys. Sure. There's a ton of history between the four of them. If we look at Joe Black and Huckabee, at one point they were a tag team uh, that before they came in SHW, they were a tag team. And even in SHW for a bit, the they sound were a tag the fury. team. That's right. The sound and the fury. And uh, they went on to kind of go separate ways when – you know, Huck turned on Joe Black. That led into one of the most intense wars we've ever seen in the history of SHW, which uh, came together and culminated in the infamous dog collar match, which yeah. took place at the top of 2020, which still is one of the greatest matches in the history of this company. Certainly one for match of the year. I think it won for feud of the year as well. It was just... I mean, the only way we can describe it is you have to go back and see it on IWTV. Go look for it. I think it's SHW 16 or one of those. It was incredible. Fast forward, they both have gone down different paths. Since that moment, Joe Black has been an SHW champion. Huck went on and kind of found, he went through a tough spot and then made his way into becoming, uh, joining with Hanson. All-Star Special, you know, these two have gone different paths, not really ever seeing their, their wins cross or anything like that. Huck, Hanson, you know, go from 
just kind of these two random guys to becoming the hottest tag team act in Georgia and the Southeast, hands down. They win the SHW tag titles. Then they get robbed of them, honestly, and fired simultaneously. And we hadn't seen them for months by the organization that Joe Black was a part of being Dishonor. And here we go. Joe Black has now broken away, reunited with his hierarchy, brother slash mentor being Murder One. They've gone on to win tag titles, seemingly dissolved the last remnants of uh, that group, which just wreaked havoc all over SHW. And here we are now, somehow, some way, three and a half years, good gracious, after that dog collar match, here we are with a tag team match that involves four guys who know each other extremely well. There's a lot of respect with these four guys. They even call themselves brothers at times. But as has been documented many times in this sport, brothers hit harder. There was an old pay-per-view that was headlined by Shawn Michaels and Diesel, and it was called Good Friends, Better Enemies. And that is kind of where we're sitting with these two teams. I have to admit, you know, we come into these moments impartial. We talk about the matches. We get excited for them. But as a fan, the moment that I am most excited for, I love the Rumble Jack. That's going to be great. But this thing right here, this tag title match, I I can't call it. I can't figure out what could possibly happen. I know it's it might it might start respectful, but at some point, all of that's going out of the window. You know, and I wonder what version of Huck will we get? What version of Hanson will we get? Hanson's not, you know, if you remember uh, December 2020, when Joe Black, wow, this is crazy how this is happening. So December 2020, Joe Black had to relinquish the SHW championship because of injury. Mm-hmm. When he did, he had a speech. And that night he said, somebody has got to, hold up this thing and and carry this. And he kept mentioning Hanson by name. He did it three, go back and watch it. He did it three separate times. So clearly he has eyes on Hanson back in 2020 as the guy that could be the next big thing to carry this company. Again, here we are three and a half years from that dog collar match, almost three years, you know, two and a half years from when he relinquished the title. Now we're sitting in this space, Hanson and Huck, Murder one, Joe Black, the SHW tag titles. First time these two teams are meeting under an SHW roof. Woo! Yeah. Oh, and by the way, uh, Huck, I do have an all-star special shirt. I wanted to make (laughs) sure I wore it just for you. He was in the comments saying, hey, we got to get you one. I've got one. Now, I do need a new one, but I have this one. And uh, I I can't call it. I don't know what we're going to see next Friday night. I'm just honored that we get to be there to call it with the best seat in the house. And you guys, if there's nothing else on this card that should excite you, and there should be plenty, right. but this right here, this this is this is anniversary worthy. This is, dare I say, mania worthy. This is that match, folks. Yeah. You don't want to miss it. When it got announced that it was at this show, I was kind of surprised. Like I, when yeah. Joe last month said that All-Star Special should be the next contenders mm-hmm. i thought okay yeah i agree but i right. was right there with you i'm like okay are we gonna wait all the way till october for right. the anniversary show because to me this is that anniversary show type uh you yes, know tag team championship match it is. and the fact that we're getting it at the rumble jack i mean we're already super excited about the rumble jack match itself but then this right. match and then we get right. that triple threat match for the shw title and then chip days defending for the very first time for the jts legacy title i mean mm-hmm. whoa <laughs> yeah, you you could make the argument it's the most stacked Rumble Jack event we've ever done. Yeah. Um, it is the most title-laden SHW card I can ever remember because I don't recall us having – there might well, have never, been one point. We've never we had, had three. three. We've never had three. We've had multiple titles, but I don't know if we've ever had three. Yeah. And I'm trying to think back to that one time we had the Pro South title on the line, but I don't think 
all three, you know, the tag title yeah. and the SHW title. So this is historic in a lot. I mean, just think about how big of a card this is. If the undercard, and I put that in giant air quotes, are all title matches. Yeah. Any of these matches could main event any show in the Southeast in a heartbeat. You guys get to see it this coming Friday. So please don't miss it. Be there. Yes, go back and watch it on SW or on IWTV once we put it out, but you need to be there live because it's going to be unpredictable. I have goosebumps thinking about this card. It's going to be crazy. Yeah, it's going to be absolutely insane. Championship Rumble Jack. Oh, it's going to be huge. It's already mm -hmm. one of our biggest events of the year every single year, and yeah. this year is even bigger. And not only because we have three championship matches in addition to the Rumble Jack, but also mm -hmm. because our matchmaker, Jake the Snake, said, you know what? It's our fifth one. Mm -hmm. Let's make it the biggest Rumble Jack match ever and mm -hmm. up the ante to 35 competitors. Okay, wow. so normally it's 30. Uh, and maybe we fluctuated at one point. We might have had like 28. I know one year mm -hmm. we had 31. Right. Well, this year, 35, the most entrants mm -hmm. we've ever had into mm -hmm. the Rumble Jack match itself. So let's get on into that match yeah. and talk about that a little bit. Um, actually, before we do, Mm -hmm. I do want to mention, we just did find out earlier this week, we've got a special guest doing a, a little meet and greet. Oh, you might yes. remember the legendary Butterbean, mm -hmm. legendary boxer, uh, appeared yes. in WWE temporarily mm -hmm. when he knocked the living daylights out of Bart Gunn at WrestleMania way back yeah. in the day. And I mean, knocked him out cold. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah. Butterbean will actually be in the action building. Hey, who knows? He could be. There's an open challenge for, uh, for wow. Chip's belt. Wow. There's a lot of surprises for the Rumble Jack. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Yeah. I don't know. But uh, he'll be there doing a meet and greet for the fans. That's the main reason he's there. If he does yeah. anything else, that's outside of my, you know, I have nothing to do with it. I'm just mm -hmm. saying. We'll see. But Butterbean uh, will be in the house. Get there early uh, yeah. at the Action Building next Friday uh, to, for your autograph, for a photo op, and uh, it should be a lot of fun. I was going to uh, say, you know, SHW, we are spoiling our fan base. I mean, if you think yeah. about it. We have had in the last year's time some pretty significant meet and greets. We had Teddy Long at Still Here Four. Holla, you holla, know, holla. Um, holla, holla, holla. And if you didn't do it, you're going to get put in a tag team match with The Undertaker. <laughs> you know, so like you, you've got that. We had the American Males. You know, we had uh, a separate one all together with Buff the Stuff, you know, Jake the Snake. Now we've got, listen. All the more reason. I'm telling you, where else can you go? And if you if you were to meet any of these people at a comic con or one of these conventions, you'd have to pay much more money just to get into a line to get their autograph and picture. All you have to pay is admission, a ticket. That's all you're doing. You get to see the show and get an autograph session, a conversation with uh, a legend like Butterbean. You don't want to miss this. This is going to be, I, I'm telling you, I don't know if this is going to be a regular thing, but whenever they do it, it's amazing. And it just goes to show how many people want to show up and be a part of what we're doing here at Seven Honor. And that's what I was thinking, GB. It, 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 you took the words right out of my mouth. It goes to show you all these folks, they know about Southern Honor. I mean, they Southern. Do. the word about Southern Honor Wrestling is worldwide. You know, it is. And people is. know people have been watching it, whether it's on IWTV, they're watching overseas, they're watching across mm -hmm. the country or whatever yeah. it is. Definitely across the state of Georgia. They know about us. I mean, absolutely. Multi-time uh, promotion of the year. Mm -hmm. And don't. Uh, anyways, I was going to go somewhere. I'm not going to go there, but keep, let's just keep focus. On moving. Stay on keep track. On moving. Don't stop. Uh, no, because I will go keep off on, on a tangent. I know. But keep on moving. <laughs> we got to talk about the big main event Rumble Jack match itself. Yeah. And uh, as I mentioned, Jake the Snake making this year's match a 35-competitor Rumble Jack match. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, for those of you that don't recall, if you've never seen a Rumble Jack before, uh, I, first of all, I recommend before next Friday, you go on IWTV, watch, go ahead and watch all the previous four Rumble Jacks mm -hmm. and uh, kind of get a little refresher if you, if you have seen them. And if you haven't, then you'll learn a little bit more about the rules. But the way it works, similar to the Royal Rumble, uh, every two minutes or every Regular short interval, interval, maybe a minute and yeah. a half, maybe two minutes, whatever yeah. it's going to be, there's going to be a new competitor enter the match. The only way to get eliminated is to go over the top rope with both feet hitting the floor. Mm -hmm. Now, when it comes down to the final two competitors left in the ring, 
all of the previous people that were eliminated come back to ringside and circle the ring and are now lumberjacks. Mm -hmm. And then we have a lumberjack match with the final two competitors. And the only way to win that is by pinfall or submission. No elimination over the top at that point. It's only Mm -hmm. pinfall or submission once it becomes a lumberjack match. So very cool concept. This is our fifth one. Like I said, it's going to be awesome. The Rumble Jack, 35 people this year. Now, here's the thing. If you've been following us on social media, well, if you haven't, shame on you. You should be. Right, Uh, right. Otherwise, I don't really know how you're watching us right now because you should be following (laughs) us on social media to see this. But uh, we have been announcing a number of entrants over the last Mm -hmm. couple of weeks. Yeah. I do not know for sure if if we are done hearing the announcements. Mm -hmm. There could be some more between now and next Friday. I do not know. But let me just run down the list of the ones that we have heard thus far. Mm -hmm. And it's only, I think it's only like 11 or 12 at this point. And there's going to be 35 total. So what does that tell you? There's going to be a lot of unknowns and a lot of surprises. So we shall see. But let me just run through this list real quick. And then if any of them stick out in your head that, uh, you know, we we might want to touch on, then we can go back and talk about them. But the ones that we know of thus far, Owen Knight. And Movie Mike, we knew about them for sure last month because there were two qualifier matches that took place at SHW 52, and those were your two winners. So Owen Knight, Movie Mike. Uh, We've got Ashton Starr, Nick Halen, Mm -hmm. The Kill Billy, Nathan Mowry. Wow. Uh, Let's see. Let's see. Sunny Days, Mm -hmm. The Kenway, Trey Shaw, Mm -hmm. and three guys that I'm – don't really want to name, but I'll go ahead and name them. Uh, Exotic Puke. I mean, you, mm. uh, Bryce Cannon, Zach mm-hmm. Mosley, and Cornelius Pepperbottom. By the way, I'm not, I I do think the posters look very cool. All the graphics that have been presented uh, yeah. uh, with these announcements. Um, I'm not the one that made them myself, so uh, Pepperbottom, don't come after me. I don't know why your name on the poster says Cornelius in parent in uh, quotes Pepperbottom. <laughs> But that's just how the graphic is. I don't know who. That's great. It's almost that's like great. Cornelius. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. if that's your real name. If Pepper that's Bottom. your real name. I don't mm-hmm. know. I didn't make the poster. Yeah. But <laughs> anyways. My goodness. So, yeah. So, we got to deal with all three of those chuckleheads inside mm-hmm. the Rumblejack match this year. And, mm-hmm. man, I will tell you what. I said it before. If Because I early on, I didn't know if either of them were going to be in this match. But sure. I don't know if I could take it if either of those three end up winning this thing. But. You know, I saw it on the um, it might have been on the announcement when Cornelius was announced mm-hmm. where it said at this point, now that we know all three of them are in this match. That's going to very much play into their uh, game plan because they always use that numbers advantage in any right. match. And right. so this style of a match is perfect for that, uh, for that game plan. And mm-hmm. it could come down. What if they're the final three in the match? Then that how do they then? How, yeah. How do they decide which which one? That would be wild. You know, we one thing about uh, exotic youth that we can't underestimate is they always find a way around a championship scenario. I mean, let's think about the idea that Bryce Cannon was not even supposed to be in the Jake the Snake Legacy Tournament, and he found mm-hmm. his way in the semifinals, you know, one yeah. match away from battling uh, for the finals. And then, you know, Mosley was also already in the tournament. So you had two-thirds of them in the Jake the Snake Tournament. All three of them. And again, I say one of the things that they want to do is get their hands on SHW gold to stick it, of course, to the management of SHW, whether that is Gary Lamb or Jake the Snake or two thirds of V3. Like, you know, anybody they can stick it to, they would do so gladly. There's a part of me. And maybe maybe we need to get the kind of grassroots campaign that happened three years ago that introduced us to one. Hold my beer, Hanson. But perhaps one of the greatest potential moments in SHW history awaits us next week when maybe, maybe one of the guest entrants uh, that eliminates one or all three members of Exotic Youth could be our own Brandon Benefield. (laughs) Or it could be Diana Michelle. Can you imagine the viral moment of either of the two of you? Getting in the <laughs> ring with the sole purpose 
of eliminating them, I don't know that we'd hear the end of it. It would be amazing. Let me just tell you this, GB. It'd be amazing. I, I appreciate your excitement for the idea. but You've been secretly training. I know it. It is. No, no, no. What I was about to say, it is way more likely for Diana to be able to do that. Have you seen <laughs> the pictures she's supposed She's got the gun show. Let me tell. And, let, okay. Come on. Listen. Let me, let me, you know, let me say this. That Diana Michelle, Whew. she is getting it in in the gym. And one of the last pictures she posted with her flex, I was yeah. like, nobody better mess with her. Like, nobody. She can literally pick you up and throw you out, like, with no problem. And go and dance the rest of the night away. Like, it'd be crazy. So, that's one of the moments I'm lobbying for. Obviously, it is unpredictable with, you know, another 20-some-odd names that we are unaware of. We could see almost anybody pop in there. But I think that would be a moment we all, the fans would never stop talking about it. Do you hear me? They'll be playing it for years to come. Yeah. It would be yeah. wonderful. Well, I got, I'm old and I have a bad back. But if it's yeah. going to happen, it's going to be Diana. <laughs> Let me just put it that That's way. That's hilarious. Like, of any of V3, it would be Diana. That's or hilarious. maybe you know something that I don't. Maybe oh, it could be I GB. Don't, I don't know. I don't know. I GB's don't been know. playing I mean, the nice uh, unbiased guy this whole time. So maybe I he's been am, playing the long con on us. And we, hey, I don't know. Hey, if, if I get in there and eliminate one of them, I'm sure people will be talking about that for a while too, but. Because because don't act like you've never gotten involved before. Because I remember sitting at commentary one night during a during a show, and then all of a sudden you left my side, and I'm like, "Where did Gerard oh, go?" And he comes yeah. back with like a spool of barbed wire and I walks did. down to that, the ring to assist Sunny Days in a match against David Ali. And I'm like, "That did happen." And I literally was going, "Hey, hey, hey, what is going on here?" <laughs> right. So you never know. You never, you never know. know. You just but uh, yeah, any of V3 could end up in, I don't know. I don't know. So, but. okay. So, yeah, we talked a little bit about exotic. Uh, Ashton Star. Let's talk about this Ashton Star thing. We knew okay. uh, yeah. that Movie Mike is going to be mm -hmm. in this thing. Mm -hmm. He, We know that he's had this strange infatuation with yes. the star of the show, Ashton Star. And so mm -hmm. will these guys. And they kind of, we saw a little bit of a preview at the end of SHW 52. Yeah. So, yeah. Could they come face-to-face -face inside the Rumblejack match? Who knows? Well, you know, if we also remember during that impromptu IWTV World title match movie, Mike arguably cost Ashton yeah. Starr the IWTV World Championship. So I'm sure that if Ashton Starr is able to be in the Rumblejack at the same time as movie Mike, he's going to want to get his hands on movie Mike. Uh, I will say this, you know, Ashton Starr made his triumphant return to SHW earlier this year, you know, chiseled body brand new look you know brand new renewed focus he would love to once again become the shw champion and uh, i think at this stage in his career where he is as focused as he's ever been he's in the greatest shape he's ever been now would be an amazing time for ashton star to really cement himself as the star of the show and become the winner of the Rumble Jack and the number one contender to one of these championships. I'll be honest. I would love to see it. Yeah. I'd absolutely love to see it. Uh, nobody more deserving. I, I mm -hmm. think so. Uh, mm -hmm. But let's move on. Who else? Let's move on to, Oh, you know what? I thought this was interesting. Nick Halen was announced as an entrant here. And here's the thing. We talked about that triple threat match earlier. Uh, I assume again, I assume the Rumble Jack will be the main event. That's usually mm -hmm. the case. So mm -hmm. assuming that the uh, triple threat match for the Southern Honor Championship takes place earlier in the night, yeah. if Judas is able to retain his title, and then if Nick Halen is mm -hmm. able to go on and win the Rumble Jack, you have two members of the end game mm -hmm. who at a future date will, I assume, compete against each other for the SHW unless, title. Unless Gary Lamb and somehow maybe even Todd Sexton are able to pull something off where if Nick Halen wins, he might put in a challenge for the IWTV world title. You, beat me, you beat me to the punch because I was going to wait yeah. till the end and get to the point that uh, Gary, we talked about it a little bit uh, a couple of weeks right. ago about how Gary yeah. claimed that he might just put up the, uh, the prize, the number one contendership yeah. for yeah. the IWTV title rather than the Southern Honor title. And I tend to think that whether Gary does it or not, I think 
part of the end game of Nick Halen being in this is to secure the fact that now end game would be over the SHW championship mm. and potentially the IWTV world championship. Would there be a more powerful faction in independent wrestling than the end game? If you now hold both of those championships and, you know, given the fact that Todd Sexton likes to play the long game, that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Wouldn't That's uh man. I can't even imagine. Yeah. If Crazy. they had both of those titles. Holy cow. Jeez. Uh, the Kill Billy, Nathan Mowry making his return, as I mentioned earlier, and uh, known for some of the most memorable moments in the Rumble Jack matches. Mm -hmm. The thing is, these are no DQ rules in these types of matches. He's always showing up with a, a door covered in barbed wire or yes. a, you know, a table or, or something. So who knows what, what might happen? Uh, there's no telling. And here's the thing about Nathan, as opposed to the last couple of years, this past full year, he has been putting in the work yes. uh, in the deathmatch scene all over mm -hmm. the country, not just in the southeast, yeah. but up north yeah. and, and all over the place. And so he's been putting in the hours, putting in the miles, mm -hmm. and putting his body on the line night mm -hmm. after night and really kind of earning his stripes and earning the respect of that deathmatch world. Mm -hmm. And if he's bringing that, all that experience, that new, newly found experience to this year's Rumble Jack, there's no yeah. telling what kind of mayhem he might cause. Absolutely. And, you know, the thing about him, you you nailed it, you know, the experience that he's gotten. When we first saw him get in there, it was just as the cameraman. And we were like, sir, what are you doing? He right. was kind of yeah. checking off one of these boxes like I just want to get in the ring and do something. But over the last year, he really has put in a ton of work. And so it'll be interesting to see what he has up his sleeve. And as of right now, we don't know anyone else of that ilk in this match which means he will have all sorts of things at his disposal and no one else to kind of counteract that. Previously, there was Tank who was counteracting those kinds of things. We haven't yeah. heard anything from Tank in a long time. So if the Kill Billy is kind of the next guy in that particular realm or ilk of hardcore deathmatch kind of wrestling, that throws, I mean, and let's think about this, you know, uh, You've got a scenario where Judas, if he's the guy that Kill Billy would go after, Judas, uh, while he's not necessarily known for being in hardcore matches, but he has no problem turning that switch on in a heartbeat. And then if, for whatever reason, he decided to go after the IWTV world title, Cruel, very familiar with death matches and things like that, this could be kind of the sleeper pick in this whole thing, the Kill Billy who could, again, all you got to do is find your way to last and get a three count at the end of this. He could do that because there's no DQ. Right. You just never know, man. It, this know. this match, it, in, a, in a promotion where month after month, we talk about how unpredictable the shows can be, how mm. un unpredictable every single night can be. Yeah. This is probably our most unpredictable night of the calendar year and it's and that's going saying to be something. yeah yeah mm -hmm. and so there's just absolute absolutely no telling yeah. what's going to happen uh, a couple of others here sunny days now sunny days mm -hmm. coming off of a, a very hard few months and it's weird because it's like you almost kind of want to feel bad for him but after mm -hmm. the hell that he put the company through by joining dishonor last year mm -hmm. and and being a part of that group for so long and yeah. basically holding those tag titles hostage for so long. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, you almost want to feel bad for him, but I almost feel like he's finally gotten what he had coming to him. Mm -hmm. uh, he's lost two tag team partners, one to injury, as mm -hmm. Sauronaro has been out of action, uh, yeah. which we do wish him well and a speedy recovery. Hopefully we'll see for him sure. back sooner rather than later. Mm -hmm. Who knows? I don't know if he's healed up yet. He might show up at the Rumble Jack. Uh, right. But then he lost uh, Cruel. Cruel showed up as his surprise tag team partner. And then very quickly in that same match, that same night, turned on him. So, yeah. uh, and then he ended up losing the tag team titles. So it's been a rough couple of months for uh, the monster of SHW. And um, could he be looking to reset that focus and earn himself a singles championship opportunity? And uh, we shall see. But uh, any thoughts on Sunny Days being in this thing? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I think Sunny Days, you know, made a decision. And his decision was, let me, you know, if you can't beat him, join him. And so he joined this, this band of misfit toys that was known as Dishonor. And 
he benefited from it, right? Like, I know we want to say we feel sorry because he's had a, a tough couple of months, but let's just look at what he did. He traded in this company for personal gain, and he got a lot of it. He spent over 240-some-odd days as the SHW Tag Team Champion. You know, he had the benefit of not having to defend the title for most of those days because, you know, the ship that he was connected to uh, was running the company. So, you know, if you call yourselves dishonor and you're only, you know, knitted together by our desire for power, you know, when people start jumping ship, you know, he was the last of the Mohicans, dare I say. And um, he didn't treat his tag partner well. And so that being that being cruel and cruel said, I've had all I can stand and I can't stand no more. And uh, cruel was like, no, I don't have to take this. So I think now Sonny is going to have to figure out, OK, what do I do on my own? And will that be enough to carry him to a place he's never been? The SHW championship. I think he's got enough reason to do it. The question will be, will he, will he stand the test of time and will he be able to do it without any alliances? He's never been in this company without an alliance, whether mm -hmm. that was fear or dishonor. Now he stands on his own. We'll see. We shall see indeed. Now, uh, the Rumble Jack, as we know, every single year, uh, we see a lot of first timers, a lot of newcomers yes. that come yes. out of the woodwork because they come from all over to be a part mm -hmm. of this matchup. And we have yet to see uh, uh, Rumble Jack where a first-time uh, participant or a, a newcomer, somebody making their SHW debut, has shocked us all and won the whole thing. Mm -hmm. um, but that's not to say it can't ever happen. Correct. And so we heard uh, Trey Shaw, the Ripper, mm -hmm. will be yeah. making his way into SHW. And to my to that to that very point, he could be one that uh, a lot of the fans in SHW may not be familiar with him. Fans mm -hmm. from around the Southeast may be a little more familiar with him, but yeah. could he show up and shock the world, shock the SHW faithful next Friday night and be one of these newcomers that goes the distance and earns himself a title shot? So it's interesting. You're right. We've not had a scenario where a newcomer has come in and done that. We have had it where a surprise has come in and won. And that was, of course, Austin Towers at number 31 a couple of years back. Yeah. You know, the element of surprise is always a plus for the person who is the surprise. And I think in, the, in this particular case for Trey, he has the opportunity to do just that, to allow the unknown to carry him and to make history and be the first newcomer to enter SHW and win the whole thing. You know, certainly now with four of these behind us, if he's smart, he's gone back, he's watched the tape, he's watched, okay, pitfalls, here's what I should do, here's what I shouldn't do, you know, do I have the endurance, can I last? The The beauty of people not knowing him is they may not be checking for him, right? So you're thinking in your head, okay, these are the threats, I need to look out for this one, I need to look out for that one. Yeah. But sometimes you'll you'll not think about the person who is the newcomer or the surprise until we see now they're in the final four, you know? So I think if, if Trey plays his card, right cards, right. He could be a sleeper in this. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, just like we talked about with Nathan Mowry, I mean, it just, mm -hmm. you just never know yeah. uh, if you just it play, you know, put in a little strategy, strategy work yes. and pick your, pick your spots just mm -hmm. right. That's you right. Just, you just never know what's going to happen in this kind of matchup. But uh, That's right. somebody that had one heck of a showing last month uh, in the JTS Legacy Championship Finals couldn't didn't quite pull off the victory, but mm -hmm. still put up one heck of a fight. That being the Kenway uh, yeah. had a great showing throughout the tournament, mm -hmm. uh, all the way into the finals, yeah. and even uh, the guy that he faced in the finals, Chip Day, a couple of months prior when he had that uh, time limit draw match against chip day looked very mm -hmm. impressive there has been very impressive the entire time he's been here in mm -hmm. shw he's uh somewhat become a fan favorite i would say and yeah. he has been announced as an entrant here and now has another opportunity uh at a title shot so mm -hmm. i it, it's his first time in a rumble jack match yeah so i don't know but uh, i think uh odds could be good for him if he could keep that momentum going yeah he's coming off a loss at the last show 
But if he can ride that momentum of of just the impressive outings he's had thus far in the company, it yeah. could be, it could bode well for him. For sure. You know, that was his first loss in SHW. And one of the big questions that comes up is how do you respond after your first loss? Yeah. I think the momentum that the Kenway has had um, and, you know, he has been really an unstoppable force until last month with Chip Day. And again, he put up a tough fight against yeah. Chip Day. Could this be the moment for him to bounce back? And can you imagine what Chip Day would feel like? If the Kenway wins the Rumble Jack and gets a shot at the SHW championship before Chip Day might, like that would be wow. a whole different thing that would rile Chip Day all the way up all over again. So, you, you know, makes me wonder. Speaking of wondering, mm -hmm. and with Gary just throwing it out there that, hey, I might throw out an opportunity for the IWTV title, mm -hmm. could this be a an, an, uh, situation where? Maybe it's like the winner gets to pick what title they go after. Sure. Now that we have and, multiple and, titles. That's yeah. what I'm saying. And could, and could the JTS title be one of them? I'm just spitballing here. I'm not saying sure. that's a thing that's going to happen. I'm just right. – it would be right. interesting if – It would be. You know, Chip Day thinks, oh, good, I'm finally done with the Kenway. And then the right. Kenway wins the Rumble Jack and says, you know mm -hmm. what? I want another shot at Chip's title. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, but – just saying that it's, could be interesting as as uh Pete bryson uh once said it's a whole new world right <laughs> yeah, it's a whole go. i know people bryson reference but you know it's i it's was thinking aladdin those... but okay yeah <laughs> yeah well i mean he sung the song so oh did he but oh okay yeah, he did he did uh, <laughs> i thought it was a different a whole new world i don't know yeah so i mean it's 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 that and i think this does cause a lot of different questions with our matchmaker you know, what, what, what say ye we'll find out. And who knows what twists they'll throw at us next week. You got to be there to find out. Yeah, we did find out uh, too, or we didn't find this out, but we, I saw a post, uh, I believe it was, might've been yesterday, uh, thanking one of our big sponsors Immortal Tattoos, one of our mm -hmm. big sponsors for the Rumble Jack. Now in years past, they have brought in folks like Stevie Richards, you'll recall. Uh, right. Was it last year? They brought in Ernest the Cap Miller. Uh, sure I think that was last year. They all kind of run yeah. together. We've had so many big yeah. names that have shown yeah. up over the years. Uh, yeah. But, um, yeah, so they are, again, a sponsor. And who knows if they have any surprises up their sleeve again this year. I mm -hmm. want to say they probably do. Probably. Uh, but I don't know that for sure. So don't quote yeah. me. But uh, you never know. And yeah. so I just named from the ones that we know of, that's 11. So mm -hmm. that means if there's going to be 35, that means there's 24 that we don't know about. Okay, 24 Ooh. spots that have not been yeah. announced. And again, I'm not saying there will be because I don't know for sure. There might be a couple more announced between now and next Friday. That's one week. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if that's the case. We may get there uh, next Friday and and still 24 spots that we have no clue. And we're all mm -hmm. going, who, who, who. So mm -hmm. I don't know, but I know it's going to be exciting. And it always yeah. is exciting. And yeah. again, it uh, this is our it starts our road to still here. And yes. uh, still here, five is right around the corner in October. And, of course, our fifth annual Rumble Jack is next Friday, one week from tonight, mm -hmm. August 4th, in the Action Building, 261 Marietta Road, Canton, Georgia. It's going to be awesome. Uh, three big title matches, the huge mm -hmm. Rumble Jack, 35 competitors this year. It's going to be yeah. insane. And, of course, the legendary Butterbean on hand for a meet and greet with the fans before the show. And uh, GB, I know if you're anything like I, we say it every month, we can't wait to call the action. But this yeah. month, especially, it's going to be insane, buddy. It is going to be insane. It's going to be really, really special. And, you know, there's one other name that I want to mention um, that you mentioned that I am now dubbing Mr. Rumblejack. Ah. That's Owen Knight. Yeah. Uh, he certainly had a change of heart over these last few months. But if you want to see the Iron Man of the Rumblejack, go back and watch these Rumblejacks where – He's ended up starting at number one or number three or number five. He's at early starts, and he's always there in the last three or four, or even the last two, as has happened previously. He's somebody to watch out for because if he gets a later number, that could be really, really dangerous because people have not found a way to throw him out of the Rumble Jack. So, again, there are lots of potential things that could happen here and tons of surprises. You don't know who's going to walk through that curtain, but we do know that it's going to be a massive night. Lots of titles on the line. Again, a title heavy show. This is a big, big show guys. So 
I don't know what your plans initially were for next Friday, but if you need to change them, change them so you can be present for SHW 53, the Rumble Jack. It's going to be crazy, and uh, it's never hyperbole when we say it. It really is something special, and we leave kind of like, holy cow, what just happened here? What on earth can they do next? We don't know, but I get the feeling that for it to be the biggest Rumble Jack we've ever done, the most title-heavy Rumble Jack we've ever done, the most surprises potentially we've ever seen, we're going to leave this night shaking our heads. I don't know in which direction. Be there (laughs) next Friday for the Rumble Jack. It's going to be awesome. We will be coming to you live with this show, which will act as the official pre-show on Facebook Live Uh, And we would be doing that from 7 to 7.30. Uh, Tickets go on sale at the door starting at 5. Doors open at 7. And, of course, Mm -hmm. bell time is at 8. Tickets start at just $15. And, as always, kids 10 and under are free. Mm -hmm. So bring the whole family if you're sitting around on a Friday night with, you know, nothing to do. This is the – and if you've never been to an SHW show, this is one to come to. This is one you don't want to miss. So – Come on out. And if you have been, invite your friends. Invite some friends that have never been before. I mm-hmm. promise you it's going to be a great time. And make yeah. them new fans, and then they'll come back month after month and uh, can be a part of our monthly family reunions that we have. And uh, right. it's going to be awesome. But, hey, until we see you guys next week, and we can't wait because it's going to be huge, the biggest yes, Rumble Jack be. ever, this has been SHW. This is our wrestling. Bam!